Hey everybody, I'm Jody Vance. And I'm George Affleck. And it's time for It's raining, it's pouring, this old rain is unspun. Rain, oh beautiful Holy rain. Looking. It just seems so normal for it to be <laughs> raining like this in January in Vancouver. Last week I couldn't leave my house because of the snow. This week I'm paddling to, to the office. Paddling. You know what? Somebody I, it was actually Linda Steele who often references the fact that this is not not like Edmonton and it just so crappy here when it rains like this. And and I'm like, well, I mean, it is a rainforest, so welcome. <laughs> um, but it's like, oh my God, it's just supposed to rain for weeks. I'm like, well, it is and isn't because it's going to be sunny with a chance of showers or showers with a chance of sunny breaks. Like that's pretty much what it is till yes. July. And then it's yeah. hot until October and then it rains again. So starts all over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sunny days and sunny ways at park board meetings, George, the park <laughs> board transition is happening. We're going to get into that. The press releases are coming at us so fast and furious. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to figure it all out. Um, yeah. but let's oh, start, yeah. let's start with the nuts and bolts of the blowback that mayor Ken Sim is getting for his want to dissolve the elected park board, even though it's an ABC elected park board majority, um, how those, Park board Not members more. have like turned around and gone, what? And gone independent They're Like it went, it went nuclear. It did. I know. And we talked a lot about that. And I was surprised that there wasn't a backroom conversation with those park board. When, when that happened, we talked a lot about that. I mean, Jody, the park board is the gift that keeps on giving. It's just, when is it going to normalize? And I think the intention of Ken Sim and ABC is to just get this organization normalized and, and effective. But as we talked about before, they are are there are rabid supporters of the park board and the key as i have said before to political safety for kansim is the speed at which the province can make this happen and that's kind of the conversation we're at now so today i think it was they held a big press conference kansim in his in his jeans and his and his purple sneakers he's super he's super cool Super bring cool, in the dude. swagger. Right on, man. It's a world class the... swagger. Yeah, swagger what? dagger. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Anyways, whatever. Um, whatever. What? I don't oh. want people bitching about what I wear, so I'm not going to bitch what what would he wear. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know, having I have a little bit of that. Somebody yeah. was giving me grief over the color of my hair. Like, went out of their way last week to to email me directly to tell me that he would prefer it if oh, I no. had more highlights in my hair, and I no. said. What an interesting email to receive. And no, then he emailed dude. me again to double down on his explanation as to why I should have blonder hair. And I said, this is an incredibly unkind email. So I'm I'm moving into 2024 trying to just I can I can have opinions <laughs> about people's uh, position. I can I can debate on things, but I'm going to try and steer clear of commenting because I, I was landed. I'm like, who does that? So as much as I want to be pulled into what the mayor of Vancouver <laughs> wears, I'm just going to be like, leave, okay. leave them off, leave the mocking to me, Jody. I'll take care okay, of Okay. I'll leave the mocking to you, George. Just don't mock me. All right. <laughs> because, all right, buddy. No, no. Because I know that women in television, it's brutal. Like it's ridiculous. The kind of comments, if you've ever worked in, in at a newsroom and seen the kind of comments that women in broadcasting get versus the dudes, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, you got these guys who will play shit on tv <laughs> they like yeah. shave or dude like but nobody cares but man yeah you dye your hair 
wear the wrong shirt. It's ridiculous. Anyways, we, we digress. We so, digress. So back to the digress. park board. So, okay. So the transition team, the volunteer transition team has been announced. I think there's eight members on it, a bunch of city councilors, uh, the chief of staff, a city manager. Um, we could rattle off the names. But Former Vision people, Park Board yeah. Commissioner. Interesting. The, the you know transition what, to ABC becoming Vision is complete. <laughs> got your thumbs I've up. turned off those things 9,000 <laughs> times. I can't believe I just got another thumbs up that's on my okay. video. Most of our I hate our listeners, this. so that's okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, she's getting the thumbs up with her auto generated uh, on her, uh, on her app. So, so uh, yes. So that's interesting to see, um, former vision person as the, uh, on this com transition committee, but the transition I'm means nothing it. unless it actually happens. But, but see, I mean, put, put a diverse group of people who will have to answer to citizens and taxpayers about what happens because there is a, an internal parks wing of our municipality. Like they are a part of it. And, and, you know, the, seeing the propaganda pop up about how, Oh, mayor Sim is now going to sell off all the parks and develop everything. There's going to be 40 story buildings on every park in the city. It's like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. And we have to remind our listener, this is the spin versus unspun. And we've said this since day one. You've taught me so much about municipal politics, George. And the big one is the mayor's just one vote, mm -hmm. right? And having having a majority, having a supermajority is a lot of power. There's no question. But to think that this group in City Hall right now would be able to raise all of the parks in the city and add towers to all of our green spaces, just ridiculous rhetoric. It does no yeah. good in, in helping move forward the real pieces of this that we should be concerned about, like what's happening in Stanley Park. You know, letting Stanley Park get to the place that it is right now, it's terrible. The, the looper moth mm -hmm. problem that needs to be eradicated, how much is that going to cost us as a city? Well, get we could make money potentially. Trees. Who knows how much they're selling the trees for? I'll be curious to see the financial statements on that specifically because uh, cutting down trees, unless these trees are completely ruined and dead, but generally you can make a lot of money off of trees. So they're cutting down half the trees in the park. So well, I'll be I'll be looking for the transparency on that. Regarding ABC, though, what's interesting, in the, and you said that the park board split at the top. I was surprised by the park board commissioners bailing on ABC. Uh, that shows, and we talked about this as well, that, you know, that, that there is a a break in the the so solidness of the Cohesive. caucus at ABC, yeah. which yeah. is how you fail in the end as a party, or you know, certainly we see it provincially happening. Uh, that if you can't keep your caucus together, you can't keep your majority behind the scenes together, then you're yeah. really, really messed up. And we're seeing that happening slowly federally that things are starting to fall apart for the federal liberals. But and you've said uh, that since day one of this podcast. Yeah, if you so. can't keep your people in line mm -hmm. behind the scenes, it's one of the things that love them or hate them. And most most would agree that right now the Republican Party in the United States is a little bit of a nightmare. Um, they get in line, man. They even get in mm -hmm. line behind the crazy. And Let's that's an example <laughs> of caucus, your caucus being tight. Like, yes, you know, behind the scenes, they're all looking at each other going, this guy, really? That's what we're doing. And in front of the cameras, they're <laughs> like, right. I love this guy. And it's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, they're, they, they so stay true. in line. Politics. Politics. Right. But the so worst. the park board. So the, the, the thing is that, so the speed of transition is the key here. So the, the press conference was about the transition, right? So the, the mayor and, the, and ABC, the council are leaping ahead saying, you know, this is, it's, we're already starting the transition process. So the transit and the province has said, 
we're not even going to talk to you until you have a transition process in place right. and you've dealt with the First Nations things. I know yeah. through my sources that the First Nations appear to be completely in support of this, and we'll get into the Jericho stuff in a second. And uh, staff are fully engaged in the process behind the scenes. This is the competency will be clear of the city staff on how they develop the strategy to do this. And they have been, I think city staff have been wanting to do this for a long time from an administrative point of view. So they, they I think so, are because it's fully duplication. engaged. Yeah. Yeah. They're fully I, engaged in yeah. presenting a robust report very, very quickly so that the pro the city can take that to the province. So the province, if, if, if they tick those two boxes and they can do that quickly, there's no reason their province would have no reason not to ratify this. This is coming as a request from the city uh, politically, what's the damage that this will, you know, give uh, EB? Very little, uh, and I, I would say that probably for the most part, even though there's majority, there's a lot of people that are loud about the park board, and it can become very political. Are they? Are they a majority? Are most of us, as you and I are, frustrated by the quality of our parks and the stuff that we have in our parks? And if ABC continues to hammer that as the main focus, look, you just have to say, people, you know, like. Let's look at the pool, the kid's pool. Let's look at the walls falling off at another pool. Let's look at the fact that we haven't built a full-service community center since 2008, except for a senior center in you know southeast Vancouver. We haven't built a community center. We haven't made any parks that much better, you know, except for one, you know, the downtown park. How long did that take? 12 years to do a teeny little park downtown, which is an amazing park. It's a great park, I must say. But 12 years to build a postage stamp park? Like ridiculous, this the incompetency of Park Board, which you and I talk a lot, a lot about, and it's mostly political incompetency that we've right. faced, and 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 I, I feel for the staff, and they did get asked that question today in the press conference by I think Mike Howell saying, "What about the staff?" Uh, Mike Howell from uh, Vancouver's awesome, and he said they said, "Well, we're getting Paul Mokery, the the general manager of the city, said, you know, we're gonna the city manager, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you know, I, I don't think any staff will be lost. I think that there's." In fact, if you go look in the listings of jobs open at the city of Vancouver, there's a lot of jobs. So uh, I don't think there'll be employment issues. I think they'll embed all those people into the into the administration. So, but if the park board, if they can't get this passed by this spring and, and it starts to build and build and you got pretty, you know, you've got all these former commissioners, you've, you've got a lot of loud people. Can I, can I this. jump in on that? Yeah. Because I have I have respect for some formers, but not many, because okay, yes. uh, continuing to do what hasn't worked uh, is literally and expecting a different outcome is literally the definition of insanity. So, mm -hmm. um, the the sh almost shrill level of how dare you coming from the from the former park board commissioners, some of whom I consider friends. So mm -hmm. I don't mean. Let me say with due respect, yeah. um, I say. If you have to scream your point of view, you might not be coming from a place of actual fact. Like you don't really have a leg to stand on when all you can do is shout insults because it's kind of gotten that way. Like my DMs were filling up so quickly with people saying, you know, what about this? And what about this? And what about that? Wanting me to use my platform or you be able to say here or on the radio or whatever, because, you know, we have sources, we have people we communicate regularly with, we, to understand the story, you want to find out from um, numerous people coming from various positions. Like that's part of the job is to gather mm -hmm. as much information and then do due diligence and then form, I have an opinion on it. 
I think my opinion is pretty clear um, when it comes to wanting our city to be at its polished best, while yeah. also keeping in mind taxes and the want to create a greener uh, way of going about it. Does that mean like, you know, taking it away from parks, something that you and I've talked about a million times is like cleaning streets you know oh well that's not good because it wastes water yeah but now our streets stink of urine because we don't have bathrooms for people and homeless people <laughs> have nowhere to pee like the, i mean there's common sense in here somewhere so a super shrill former park board commissioner screaming down the current park people doesn't help the parks that's I what really it. pisses I, I, me off is that there's nobody actually coming down the center on this in a way that's super meaningful everybody's just like it's either really bad or it's the only way to go and it's like i i wish somebody I would just I, come down the middle and say here's how it's going to work here's how much it's going to cost here's going to here's who's going to lead it here's our promise to not build like crazy reckless abandoned developers with a you know with an, a big set of scissors cutting through red tape because they've got an in at city hall like address all of the things that people are accusing you of and yeah. and and actually write it down and say yeah here here's my promise it's certified that i will not do that moving forward because this the the bunch of spin and spin and spin it just it's so i, exhausting. I agree and I think, no and i think you and i have always kind of been on the center of this and i think that because i i i i understand i I've, i'm challenged by the anti-democratic democratic process of this but i'm also as you are passionate about our parks i think it's interesting to watch john cooper as one of those people who you know he's a good friend of mine we worked yeah. together a long time and yeah. uh here he is coming out of retirement and on that pro park board bandwagon but i'm also torn because i know john was a really good you know park board commissioner but he was also a victim of the chaos that we talk about he couldn't get anything done he, he even chaos within his own party he had chaos for the park board in general as far as how they administer or how they manage he ran for mayor the, and was unsuccessful for, yeah but i think it's just he speaks okay john i know you love the park board but you were also happy you, if you care so much about the park board think about how many years you were frustrated because of the structure of the park board exactly even, exactly it's an interesting dichotomy that you're defending think about you get your, your yeah. i know you care about it but if you care about it shouldn't you also care the fact that it's not working and it's because it's political 100 percent political that's why it's not working and the, the park board and the city can't get along and there's so many cross and you know the, the, just the roads and the, all that stuff it's just it's it just doesn't make any sense and and the it history doesn't, doesn't yeah. just because it's historically there is not a good enough reason Democratically, it's a unique situation. I understand the democratic process, and this is not doesn't seem right. But you have a choice in two thousand in the next election to boot ABC out if you don't like what they did. If you don't, I mean, they're going through their process, and yes, maybe they didn't make this as a promise. But you know, promises in election, the non promises in election. Once elections are one thing. Once you get into power, you do things, whatever you got to do. Either, either the things no you doubt. promise or not the things or whatever. The list of unkept election promises at all levels of government would fill a library. Um, <laughs> there's no question about that. Let's um one more thing before we move on that because it's still park mm -hmm. board is the accessible park. Um, mm -hmm. the, the controversy around this, it's a very hot button issue right now. It's, it's blowing up on social media. There was a plan in place and the park board was voting on, if I understand it correctly, the park board was voting on whether or not to have this sensory park mm -hmm. created. I believe it's East Van or 
uh, Strathcona. But it's a unique kind of park. It is a unique park. Well, it's built around, um, Mm -hmm. you know, being inclusive to kids on the spectrum, right? So it's not a swing set and a teeter-totter and a climbing thing and a da-da-da. It's different different sensory and, and accessibility for kids who are uh, neurodiverse or or physically um, disabled and mm-hmm. and 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 inclusive, right? Get everybody mm-hmm. and and inclusivity is is hugely important. Integration in schools, we've seen it. We both have teenagers um, now and and young adult. Uh, the difference between when we were in school versus now, um, we've come a long way. So this yeah. one park is being approved, and the argument is we can't just have one park. We should have all parks with this. And and I'm watching it all go down. And again, it's blowing up. So we can't start yeah. with one really great location because we're not going to do it everywhere. I just, and then I was like, tuned out. I, or they use red herrings about something. Oh, what about oh. this time? What about ism? I love those. Don't you love that in a, in a partnership when you're in a relationship and, and you're having a fight and then your partner says, but what, what about, about the dishwasher? Time? And you're like, what? <laughs> What's that got to do with? What's I mean, that got to do with that, me coming you know? home a little late from the yeah, hockey exactly. game? Yeah. 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 Nothing. We all do. We're all guilty yeah. of it. But in 100%. politics, uh, you look at Twitter today, you're like, okay, yeah. train, choo-choo train is Demi Park versus a sensory park. Okay. I'm, I'm getting lost here now. I think this is but a then bit we of a do stuff right. So we do stuff that we saw happen down at Kitts Beach. I love the accessibility mat that gets rolled out so that mm-hmm. people that are in wheelchairs mm-hmm. um, or required to roll somewhere, whether it's a scooter, whatever, you need a, mm-hmm. a form of rolling transportation. Never dawned on me. I'm, I mean, an ableist. I'm a, a yeah. shame on me for never actually thinking that a person who happens to use a wheelchair or a mode of transportation that is wheels can't get on and off the sand. I, well, hey, as a, as a parent with the strollers, when, you know, with three kids. Well, yeah, but we can pick them up out and da 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 da. So I want yeah, to. I, I mean, I also but I mean, just that. ever. But yeah, an amazing addition. Amazing addition. Right? Like what? And they what just appeared, and they're yes. not everywhere, and it doesn't go all the way down and all the way. Like yeah. I'm sure there are people that want much more of it, but yay for starting somewhere. Can we just mm-hmm. congratulate ourselves for having a good idea <laughs> and implementing it? What a concept. Like <laughs> the Jericho lands. It just takes us right into it. It's a it's a good nice. idea to take these lands. What is it? 91 acres that Huge. is going to be built up, right? Yeah. So it's like a Yale town in west side Vancouver. Highly controversial are, in some ways. Because people are freaking out. Largely the people who are going to see their views impacted by mm. this high dent. But I mean, when yeah. people are like, well, it's going to power. Think about the parks. When was the last time you were over there on that ground on the Jericho lands? Lands yeah. never. Pedalheads maybe at the community center yeah, up there. That's right. All but most of that. the land you can't yeah. even access. They're they're. I go see the rabbits. That's you know generally. Uh, it's not even going to be down there. I know that's the thing. That's the beach. It's, it's going to be amazing. Beach. It's like yeah, no, it's yeah, it's, it's behind that beach. It's, it's on and 10th, people are it's saying, on oh, there's going to be too 10th. much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be too many people down there we have to build and i think the fact that it's it's a it's all three first nations that are developing this it's leasehold land so this means you 99 year leases yeah. uh so it's less attractive to foreign investors um because you they want they want the land the ground they they, right. they don't want to invest in this kind of stuff that's it's a proven that for that that foreign investment and and speculative real estate deals it doesn't happen as much on leasehold land so yeah. uh so that's one caveat uh the other caveat we don't really have a say Anyways, I mean, you know, the only thing you're Good. really approving is, is in a way is the, is this, is the, 
accessing all the amenities as utilities far as water, sewers yeah. and stuff like that. yeah so like sanok uh, and, and, that are being yeah. built right now you see those big cranes in there That's right everybody freaking out when they were removing all the bumbleberry bushes like okay they you know the, the mm -hmm. pump track that somebody built down there. Okay. How about we build this, however many 40 story building there and house people? Oh, well, no, not in my backyard. It's like, well, that's right. It's ultimate. Would you rather that. people sleep in your doorway? Because people need places to live. Like on mm -hmm. one hand, everybody's screaming that we need places to live that are like, just our out. Kids. I think it's, we're talking everybody totally. here. Not It's just not, we're, I think this people go, oh, homeless, homeless. No, no, it, Everybody, everybody, <laughs> my kids, your kid, they, yeah. there's nowhere. My kids, they, they're living in these places. It's ridiculous because there's it's nothing ridiculous. available, nothing. Yeah. Cause we have not kept up with the supply. And I know people hate the supply and demand argument, but that's what it is. That's what We're it not is. building enough. We're not of all. And I like what you said homes. about foreign inve investment as well, because being that it's leased land that, that leaves it more available and more affordable to the yeah, those 20, who 20% want, generally right cheaper. i've got friends who uh, i've got a friend who lives um down on the musqueam territory in southlands right five blocks further east her house is eight to ten million dollars mm -hmm. where she is it's it's actually half because they got yeah. into it beforehand it's got an indoor pool and like <laughs> some friends you got there it's well, she's a lawyer. She's very successful. They have no kids, which is a big deal, right? When you're going yeah. into my friends who have no children <laughs> aren't worried about what happens to their property once they go. Right. So they're going to live their best life with a low, lower mortgage. Mm -hmm. It gets complicated when things get shorter term, like the city lease land. We've talked about that before, but I, I live fairly close to the Jericho lands. I look forward to an injection of life and community and more people more people mm -hmm. to go to the restaurants, the mom and pop shops, to use the community centers, to to bring in more of that cultural diversity that's going to come with the people who need places to live. Yeah. Uh, my family moved here as immigrants. My mom was born in Yugoslavia and we they moved to just down the road from here. Like mm -hmm. I, I was brought home from the hospital around the corner from where I live and in a place where people who just moved here from somewhere else cannot afford. Now we need to have places where people can move here and live here and work here. And yeah. I think that both Jericho lands and Sanok are great. The fact that it takes it being first nations land in order to get it freaking passed is wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's, 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 it's such a leap forward for all of us as a city. And, and I think people are, I think, there was, uh, I think it was Mark Marison was in a debate online with Bill Thielman on, on Twitter about this. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, and it's, he made a good point about, he made two good points uh, also about fentanyl, which we'll talk about a bit. Mark Marison did. Uh, Bill, I'm losing him on this one. But uh, the, 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 he said, you know, about the fact that it's perking up the ears of, on the East Coast. It, this is a national news story because Vancouver's finally doing something that nobody else is doing. We're being really aggressive. And I know it makes people mad and not in my backyard. And you've even, you know, we talk, we have battles about towers and stuff like that, but play, the right places for development, the right kind of developments in the right, you know, this is, I know it's not gentle density, but it's density in the right place. It makes total right. sense. There's going to be a sky train station there. It's yep. going to be that loop. We've talked about this. The plan is that I've seen and talked about through people I have connected to is the train's going to go down through UBC uh, and a loop back around on fourth and go back over, around over, up to, up to Broadway. So, 
There's going to be total three sense. stations on UBC land and, and the Jericho. And yeah. so this is the way it's going. It's going to be announced before the next election. Guarantee it. Yeah. This, this, this extension to UBC, which will include the Jericho lands, because this Jericho land project and the stuff that's happening at UBC and the stuff that's going to happen in Musgrove land will 100% pay for the extension to UBC of Skytrain. So right. these things are going to it's give smart. us all something. So yeah. we have to think about that. You can't say a tower plopped in the middle of a neighborhood out of nowhere. Is I don't agree with that. I agree with you on that. that and that's where that's it's, where I'm at. Mean. That that's where I'm at. If you're if you're if if you're going to start to stir the single family dwelling, you know, areas of the city into some greater density, I believe that gentle density is the way to do that so that the the neighborhoods can evolve into what needs to happen and plunking a, you know, approving a seven story building and then halfway through the process say, oh, actually 30 to the neighborhood mm -hmm. is like, uh, you know, across the street from who? What does it look like? You know, does somebody now live in a shadow 24 seven, 365? Are they just going to sell that? And then now yeah. it's going to be another tower across the street, you know, that kind of stuff. I but know. when looking at a development that's thought out and, and, and there's park space and there's, you know, there's thought toward that building's there. And then the community center is there and it's connected to a cultural center. And then there's another lower rise building there. There's a one that's more of a walkthrough area for people that want to have doors that open together into a, into a central sort of courtyard. That'll be better for kids. That'll be able you know, what in reading about it, I thought, you know what, somebody's really put some significant thought into what it will be like to live there. And that's yeah. when we get into the tower, no tower. It's like, well, in the plan, it says it should be a tower. It's like, well, okay, why? Yeah. Right. It's like who lives there already and why? Cause in Toronto, when I lived in an area that was all towers, nobody knew each other because nobody opened their doors. You'd get out your door and go in the elevator and go down and get in your car and drive out and then come back and did a, you right. never ran into your neighbors. And here I run into my neighbors because I park my car on the street and I'm like, hey, neighbor, da, 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 mm -hmm. before I pull my bags out and whatever and go get into yeah, my there's little also condo. The, the Yale Town concept and the, and, the, and the Olympic Village concept were yeah. eyes on the street, right? You have doorways yeah. to homes for, on the street. So not everybody's walking into I your tower. I love your space. So, I love your space. You know, it does not yeah, feel exactly. like a tower, man. I, I've yeah. never been to your house before until a couple of weeks ago. Thank you for dinner. Yes. Um, but more like that for sure. And. Yeah. Both of our houses are very stacked and tight and, you know, mm -hmm. they're anything but palatial. But when <laughs> when uh, compared to some of the little safety deposit boxes in the sky that are around downtown Vancouver, we're very fortunate <laughs> with their square footage. Build up. Hey. I just want one thing on that, okay. by the way, just just to, just to keep things in perspective. You know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and Jericho's built. We're no. talking literally our kids will be retiring yeah. when when this day is finished. It's a long time, and uh, we'll be so, eighty, George. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll older, but I'll be pushing ninety when this. I'm going to need so, that SkyTrain. Yeah, be hop on, exactly. hop off, lady. Your neighborhood will scooter. be all different by that point, I'm sure as well. But yeah. anyways, it's it's just that I think there's this immediate leap that oh, this is going to be built like next week. It's it's no. going to take a long time. Right, Senoc is happening fast though. Yeah, but that's quite small comparatively. Yeah, no, but it, yeah. I mean that in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like we're going to mm -hmm. see those buildings built and people will live in them and that'll yes. take some of the pressure off and hopefully yeah. other places will be built. I am seeing, just as an aside, more cranes in Vancouver. There was a time I only saw cranes in Burnaby and Richmond and North Van, mm -hmm. right? 
everywhere I drove, it was Crane Central, and then I'd get into Vancouver, and there'd be none except for along uh, King Ed, uh, 25th, right? Yeah. Where all of those low-rise um, buildings have have been put in to replace the single-family homes along West King Ed. Um, anyway, we could go on forever. I want to get yeah. to one more thing. We only have two minutes here, but... Um, oh, my God. We've got six the, things know, on our list. <laughs> I know. We've st- we've got so much. we got Polyev was in town. Ellis Ross is going to be a conservative at the federal level. Tucker, Tucker Carlson hanging out in Alberta. But I want to sneak in yes. this BC restaurant, Save BC Restaurants, because I know with small business, you and I have talked about this, the SIBA loans and mm-hmm. all of the, the pressures. So Ian Tostenson at the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association and Mark Von Shelvitz from... Uh, Restaurants Canada. He's the Western Canada VP. So these two guys have have joined forces and they created this thing where they've pulled together all the regulations that are holding uh, restaurants back from recovering from the pandemic. Like they're the least recovered industry um, Mm -hmm. and the most impacted really uh, and, and on short notice impacted as, as uh, governments were figuring out the reaction to, to COVID-19. And so they've condensed all of the regulations, municipal, provincial, um, and federal into a menu form, like unhappy hour and unappetizing and the, you know, the special sheets, the not so special mm-hmm. sheets where they've identified all the regulations with an M and a P instead of, you know, vegan or vegetarian. It's like, this is municipal, this is provincial. Like there's a layer of cool. of regulation about having a patio and then there's a liquor regulation that's on top of that. And then there's a permitting thing on top of that. And then there's another red tape and another red tape. And they were thinking that the governments perhaps were unaware of how many duplications within there. And they're mm-hmm. all different ministries or or arms of governments that yeah. maybe don't even know the ones that have been there forever mm-hmm. that are obsolete mm-hmm. now. And, and just really, they've started this. It's the first of a number of town halls that we did yesterday. They asked me to moderate when I say we, um, cause I do feel strongly about the restaurant industry. My significant other is a chef and I went to culinary school. I've worked as a service industry, um, front and back of house. I love it. And, and I'm sad when I'm watching my local restaurants shutter, with no notice because they can't deal with mm-hmm. all that you and I've talked about with small business with you at curve communication, just, you know, a next mm-hmm. level of that 54% of restaurants in BC right now are unprofitable. Yeah. 54%. It's, and, and I would say right now, most of it, probably the same number of small businesses are unprofitable too. It's yeah. tough out there. I would get some hope when I talk to people who I know in the real estate industry and I have a few clients in, the, in that space and there's optimism for 2024. They're seeing some numbers that are making them excited about, you know, the year ahead. Because last year was pretty tough in general, I think, for most small businesses. But, and I think we yeah. were assuming it was going to be a bad year again. But I'm hopeful and hopefully that also, because restaurants are the first thing you kind of go, I can't afford to go totally. eat out as much. Which, of course, there was a wave post-pandemic when everybody ran out and ate quickly. Oh, food, yay, restaurants. And then it yeah. kind of tapered out. And, uh, you know, I and think. Staffing my, yeah, and staffing yeah. and. And yeah, supply and fun, chain yeah. and wildfires and floods Inch- and inflation. fuel prices and leases mm-hmm. coming due and mm-hmm. highest and best use property tax. And I mean, there's just yeah so much of it and, and exhaustion. And it's just like, it's not worth it because the razor thin margins that were in effect before the pandemic are now basically gone. And, yeah. and it's, yeah. So trying to grab the attention of government again anyway that's it for this week so yeah, uh, we're following like, you wow that went fast 
uh, clearly a park board is an issue. <laughs> right. Jesus. Uh, you can follow along at George underscore Affleck at George underscore Affleck on Twitter. A great follow on Twitter, I might add. Uh, I'm at Jody Vance, Jody with a Y at Jody Vance, unspunpodcast.com. Like it, share it, subscribe to it, tell your friends about it. And and <laughs> apparently our cool name is so cool that the BBC has stolen it. I'm getting get my lawyers on it. Do it. Unspun. <laughs> That's their coverage of the crazy U.S. election cycle. The BBC. Oh, John has... Stewart's coming back. There's some good news. <gasps> right. Oh, I'm happy about that. Yeah, that's going to be. But yeah. All right. Somebody was on Twitter saying that that's such a desperate move. I'm like, um, I think it was more like they backed up a Brinks truck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an important voice. I think in Agreed. 2016 we're digressing again, but I think in 2016 we might have seen a different outcome. If uh, I mean, the matter of John Stewart had had his had left. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, let's not get into that. Bye. No. See ya.